filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while since Carl Collada graced us with his presence, also known as Parking Lot Carl, real name Carl Ray from the Philadelphia area. Buddy, how you doing? I'm doing well, Gavin. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. It's been too long. And by the way, fantastic way to kick off the summer but during well back in may memorial day with your with your yacht rock playlist and we i got to thinking you know the only i like i like the summer i'm a summer guy okay i really do but one of the best things about the fall is tailgating okay and i thought who better than a guy who goes to you know a number of number of philadelphia eagles games sure many other tailgating experiences over the years a guy like yourself, a playlist aficionado like yourself, and you've actually created the Parking Lot Carl's Tailgate Weekend playlist on Spotify, which we'll put up on the Filibuster Freestyle Facebook page later. But who better to do it? So I'm excited to have you. I just wanted to set that up, and then I'll set it up a little bit more in a minute. But, I mean, did you enjoy putting this one together? Oh, I loved it. I mean, this is – so you said you like the summer. I, I like this time of year, the, the, uh, the fall weather – the, uh, the cool air, uh, and of course, the tailgates. Um, as you said, my, my wife's family has uh, season tickets to the Eagles, so we get down to as many games as we can. Yeah. And uh, we tailgated for real. I mean, um, my brother-in-law, he brings the generator and the smoker, and I bring my 550-watt-powered speaker. And uh, this list isn't far off from what we usually play. Correct. And so this is usually usually at a Philadelphia Eagles game, correct? Sure is. Okay, so our, for our fans listening, you know, mainly in the U.S., but also worldwide, this is American football, professional football, pro football, northeastern part of the country. And the reason I bring this up, and I'm also from the northeastern part of the country, I'm a Patriots fan, is that this list, and you might, I want your take on this, but as I went through the list and as I added some of my own to it, etc., this is not necessarily a college football tailgate playlist. This is not, certainly not a college baseball or professional baseball or any other, you know, this is very, you know, we don't go very heavy on country. And so, you know, if you're living in a different part of the country, if you're living in Texas, if you're living, you know, in middle America, you go into a college football game, certainly a college baseball game, you're going to want to sprinkle some country in. And I totally get that. But not a lot of opportunity for country if you're rooting for the birds in Philly or the Pats in Foxborough, I mean, I'm not saying people don't do it, but for you and me, this is really us suggesting a Northeastern United States-based pro football tailgate party. Is that fair to say? Certainly. And like you said, doing, uh, doing some research, I mean, there's no, there's no right way to do this. It's, it's whatever gets you fired up, whatever you're going to have a good time listening to for a couple hours, drinking beers in the parking lot, eating grilled meat. Uh, and, and yeah, like you said, a lot of the lists that I saw just doing a little bit of research online were all, uh, very country heavy, very country. Me too. Obviously that caters to the, uh, Southern college, uh, football group, um, or, you know, any kind of, uh, country music event. But, uh, yeah, this is definitely geared more towards the Northeast. And, and certainly uh, towards Philadelphia. Yeah, and again, we're going to, you know, in a couple of instances, you're going to have some songs in this list that are clearly like kind of Eagles-based or Philly-based. And frankly, um, 
I'm going to probably substitute a couple, for instance, that, that might be Boston-based. And for you all listening, you can, you can substitute your own. That's the beauty of this whole thing. But one more time, filibuster freestyle, filibusterfreestyle.com, parking lot Carl's tailgate weekend on Spotify. <laughs> you can literally follow it right now. Uh, and then I figure, you know, what are we drinking? Oktoberfest from whom? Bells. Oh, you love the bells. I do. Michigan Brewery. Speaking of bells and hell's bells. Oh, yeah. The first song you kicked this thing off with was For Those About to Rock, We Salute You by ACDC. And I just want to say to you, great choice because that song starts off so slowly like any good tailgate should. You're starting the grill. You're unpacking the tables, the cold cuts, the meats, you know, the, the obligatory carrots and broccoli with like dip, um, whatever, you know, gets you going. And that song really eases you in. But at the same time, nobody can question the cojones of the great ACDC. So off the bat, no one's mad at ACDC for anything. So great first choice. Yeah, this is going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of ACDC on this list. And well, there uh, should be. I mean, we're talking pro football in the Northeastern U.S. Um, And um, yeah, just, uh, it's a good song to get your levels right on your powered speaker in the parking lot. To make sure the volume's correct and the bass is correct and the treble's right. And then, you know, when you're ready for it, it just kicks you in the pants. What a great technical little tidbit there for the for the novice tailgaters <laughs> out there. How many watts was that speaker again? Five hundred. Five fifty. We're we're actually considering upgrading to the to the Bluetooth thousand watt option. I'll tell you what. When time. you make that purchase, you let me know, and I'll come to the tailgate personally to tailgate with you. We'll do a podcast oh, from yeah. the stadium. Oh yeah. Um, all right, couple other. Let's just go through some of these songs. I don't mind actually spending. 10 to 30 seconds on a lot of these songs, and there's going to be a couple that need more, but shoot us through it. So we know we got, for those about to rock, we salute you. And then your next move was Motley Crue, and I love it. Tell the people what you did. Yeah, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Just just right into it. Um, You know, again, this is going to be a rock-heavy... But, like, I can't get mad at you. There's not a better way to just take it to the next level. I mean, when Vince Neil breaks it down and says, when we started this band, that was the band. You know, like, you know, it's just fantastic. Well, a lot of these songs, too, uh, they have they have a really good, uh, like, beginning guitar rift. Oh, yeah. A nice build-up, and then it's, you know, it's, it's straight away rock. And, and speaking of that, your next one, Fortunate Son, a little Creed Clearwater, which... Yeah, so this is kind of an homage to uh, the troops. I know that there's a little bit of a uh, military aspect to this one with the... I guess the um, uh, um, Vietnam War, the Vietnam, yeah, uh, the Vietnam message there. So yeah, little homage to the troops and and obviously, you know, CCR. Yeah, awesome. it would it wouldn't be okay, and, and I wouldn't be okay to not have a little CCR in there. I mean, right. if not, if only for the big Lebowski lovers out there. Um, Absolutely. Next couple, I mean, the next couple you do here, three in a row. I'm just going to rattle them off because they're perfect. Okay. Sympathy for the Devil, Rolling Stones, Eye of the Tiger, Survivor. And the best part about Eye of the Tiger is clearly there's a Philadelphia Rocky Three aspect to that. But let's, yeah. let's be honest. Eye of the Tiger is a jam no matter what city you're in, no matter what sport you're tailgating to, because it's getting you pumped up, ready to roll. Am I right? You know, there's, there's a cheese aspect to that one, but, you know, the, the more that song plays... Everybody just starts well, Yeah, and frankly, you're going to need a little bit of cheese. And there's a couple of instances later on where I actually instructed you for some, some purposeful cheese for that exact reason. Every once in a while, you have a little bit of levity, a little bit of like maybe a power ballad or a love song or something just to get people's, you know, 
keep people in perspective a little bit. You need some cheese for your burgers. Yeah, and then you switch great gears to a little <laughs> Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. Just like I said, just change of pace, change of pace. A little something for the ladies. A little something to get away from classic rock for a minute. I like it. Okay, so I saw this one on, and I'm not going to name the show because I know the kind of difficulty you have with these premium channels. It's unbelievable. They're all over but, me, Carol. Uh, They're all over me. Any better lawyers? Actually, a pick from. Uh, a show on a premium channel that follows an NFL football team around. Every oh, is this a star a guy named Dwayne The Rock Johnson? And they were singing. No, no. This was uh, the one where they follow an actual football team. Oh, Hard Knocks. Yeah. So the team was singing this, and they were like panning to each and every guy, and they were singing this song. I guess they had this plan on the on the sideline when they were practicing. Yeah. It was just hilarious. So Time was classic. I found it appropriate to put on that now the next song is the first one in which i feel like i would never i like the song and i but i would never put it on a patriots playlist fly like an eagle steve miller i mean the, the team's called the eagles i get it great song and this is one folks where if you are a Bengals fan or a 49ers fan and you want to go with a little you know when something like um a, a song by journey who's from san francisco when the lights go down in the city Put it in the place of Fly Like an Eagle, unless you're a huge Steve Miller fan. That's what you can do right here, and that's a good place to do it. Yeah, so so that song, I, I don't know. Every time I hear it, it I, I can smell the barbecue charcoal, like nostalgia. <laughs> uh, it just reminds me of the parking lot. I don't know why. I feel like every tailgate scene in every movie has uh, you know, this song on it. Especially like a NASCAR movie. I feel like this is in every NASCAR movie. Fair. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice, that's a nice, that's a, that's a real nice hot take there. Um, Barroom Hero by Dropkick Murphys. A very good song. And, and for a Boston person, and they're a Boston band, you can keep that. But what I would do here is I would double down and do a little I'm shipping up to Boston, maybe right here in a row. Did you wind up putting that one in later? Uh, no, this was on there. And, um, you know, uh, shipping up to Boston, uh, you know, it, it, I don't think it really matters what town you're in, unless you're a Boston rival or a New England Patriots rival. Or if you're playing, if you're playing the Boston Patriots, you probably shouldn't have it on your mix, right? So, yeah. But anyway, I would double down on drop kicks there. Love your call of taking care of business by the great Bachman Turner Overdrive BTO, and then just dire straits, money for nothing. Talk about guitar riffs. Bam. Yeah, so, so let's go back to BTO for a second. For, sure, please. Um, you know, from uh, Manitoba, Canada. Oh, the great Manitoba. Uh, total uh, blue-collar uh, roots in this song, blue-collar feel. And, I, you know, I thought it was appropriate because people people work all year and, and oftentimes save a lot of money to go to these events. And the team needs to take care of business, let's be honest. That's right. It is a business People yeah. are spending their hard-earned money on to be entertained right. and to be motivated for the next week. Uh, yeah, it's about getting your mind right. Absolutely. Okay, now we've been pretty simpatico. Now we get into a point here where just for, for different reasons, I would probably throw another song. That's just me, but um, I'm going to mention them anyway. The Great Thin Lizzy, uh, The Rocker. Uh, I skipped – sorry, my bad. I mentioned Money for Nothing, great song. Gonna fly now from Rocky. Obviously, that's definitely more of a Philadelphia thing. It's a great song, and again, if you're not playing the Eagles, feel free to use it. But it, that's 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 reserved for Philadelphia, in my opinion. Sure. Um, the Rocker by Thin Lizzy. 
it's just a generic song for me. It probably got some meaning for you. Uh, is there some meaning there or, or some, you just like the jam? What's the deal? So, um, if we could take it back to Dire Straits for one second. Of course. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge Dire Straits fan. Uh, Mark Knopfler, his guitar riff in this, in the beginning of this, when they first kick into it, yep. is just killer. Life-changing. And, and actually unchar- uncharacteristic for the Dire Straits. He's usually really light on the guitar. Um, yes, he is. You're right. But it's kind of like a, uh, I, I don't know. For, for me, it's like a, it's like a, this is for all the Monday morning quarterbacks, you know, like all the players that do their thing, and then you have these pundits that just rip them apart on Monday, and you know they say, oh, you know, it, it, it should be this easy, it should be that easy, and Dire Straits are kind of saying this in that song. Well, you know, it, it should be that easy to be a rock star, you know, right? But it's not, and it, it certainly helps when you got a two hundred sixty thousand dollar guitar that you're laying that riff down on yeah what's the story behind that it was, it was up for auction for about a cool quarter mil is that right well you can find one uh a 1958 gibson les paul for for roughly two hundred fifty thousand dollars. the one he plays the one he has probably worth a lot more because he made that song with it yeah well the sound on it's phenomenal so yeah and it's a groovy jam uh so like i can mention the rocker wasn't for me why, why okay. do you like why do you like the rocker so you know i Again, these athletes are now the, the rock stars, right? Sure. And this guy is just totally talking about being a rocker. And I love the riff in this, the guitar riff. It's just kind of a, a scorcher of a song for me. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you can replace this with anything. But, uh, yeah, that it, it, it's kind of calling out to the athletes. Like, they're, they're the new rock stars. I like that. And then Beer Run makes sense. I never heard Beer Run before until today. <laughs> Uh, it's stuck in your head. <laughs> well, it's a very catchy song. It's, it reminds me kind of of like that rap and Duke to Har to Har fake rap from way back when rap started. Uh, you know, it's a little, it's, it's, it's catchy. It's, it's obviously not like a real, it's kind of like a funny song. Yeah. It's a good way to break up a tailgate though, right? I mean, that's good. Yeah, I think the guy's a comedian, so yeah, that works. And then what I like what you did though is you come right back into what is, I believe, still the Patriots like entry song, Crazy Train. By the Ozman, Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne, fantastic move right there. Yeah, I think that's played. I think that's played at every stadium uh, on Sunday. No question. And then what I like what you did, and again, this is this goes to show the thought that that, that parking lot Carl puts into the sounds <laughs> that come out of his 550 watt speaker, soon to be a Bluetooth 1000 watt speaker. <laughs> he goes from Crazy Train to the. Excellent early 2000s, late 90s, whatever it came out, Rap Jam by M.O.P., Annie Up. Yeah. And damn, that's a good song. And I love that it was on the You Got Served soundtrack. How'd that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Fantastic <laughs> stuff. And then, to your point, you go right back into the top of the list. And by that, I mean ACDC. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Now, how do you choose some of these? Because so many ACDC songs are perfect for tailgating. Any reason this one stood out to you? You know, again, it's like songs that get you fired up, you know? and The bagpipes are great. It's, it's a long season. You know, <laughs> it's a long way to the top. If you want to be there at the end, it's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll. And great use of bagpipes in this song. Great use of bagpipes. And you got to get some bagpipes in if you're going to tailgate for three hours before the game, am I right? For sure. All right, let's talk about – this is another great departure in terms of genre. I mean, again, we're not going with a lot of country, but we're not exactly stuck in hard rock either. I mean, we're talking about M.O.P. 
And now we're talking about kind of like progressive rock, progressive pop rock from the early 2000s, late 90s, new radicals. You only get what you give. Don't give up. Great, great one to get you ready to roll. The effort. Think, it's all about the effort, right? One of the, one of the best build up, song build-ups of all time. Yes. Where, you know, it's just like, it's just that little light guitar and then they get right into it. But uh, unfortunately for this band, they broke up before the album even came out. So we didn't get to hear much more from them. What was amazing is the album, I remember it being so critically acclaimed. And then there was literally not even a chance to, fu- to, to, to support the album with a tour, let alone come up with a sophomore effort. Exactly. I guess they just didn't get along and, you know, they didn't want uh, the success they probably Well, what really sucks about that, aside from, you know, money and, 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 you know, lost money, lost, you know, whatever, is, you know, at the end when the lead singer kind of goes into, like, dissing, like, late 90s pop stars? Yeah, yeah, ripping them. Because it's a great song and it still gets play, right? Right. But, but when he's like, Courtney Love and Beck and Hanson, like, people are like, who is that? Courtney Love? Why is she relevant? You know, right. Hanson... You mean the hockey brothers from, uh, you know, that, that, you know that, that Paul, what was that, what's that Paul Newman movie, hockey? Oh, uh, oh my God. We didn't think, we didn't plan on talking about hockey tonight, my bad. But anyway, you know what movie I mean. Yes. Yeah, now it's going to bother me. Yeah, I know, rap yeah. apology next week because I forgot the name of this movie. But anyway, I just love how he rips on people who are no longer famous. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Courtney yeah. Love and Marilyn Manson. Like, Okay. <laughs> But a great, no a great song, though. Do you, ever, do you think, like, Marilyn Manson's ever just working at CBS and that song comes on? He's like, shoot. <laughs> I think Marilyn Manson probably still has. No, he's doing fine. I'm kidding around. He's not working, yeah. at, he's yeah. not working at CBS. Yeah. Unless it's to be ironic. Manson may be working at CBS. But if they are working at CBS, all three of them work at CBS in the same shift. At the same, at the same CBS, the same <laughs> shift. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> You know what it's like? It's like that commercial where the guys from Boys to Men are singing about the girl's prescription. Right. Hans is doing that somewhere else in America, like Walgreens. Yeah. Unofficial sponsor of the week. Um, (laughs) All right. And then you go into two songs back to back, perfect mix. They have to be together. Why don't you tell them what it is? It's from the great Van Halen. What do you got? Yeah, Van Halen, Eruption, Into You Really Got Me. And it's, it's played that way on the album. They play it that way on the radio oftentimes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you really got me uh, nothing nothing to do with sports or any of that, but just like an awesome pump-up jam and a great cover by the Kinks, from the Kinks. From the Kinks, yeah. Who are yeah. you guys, right? You love the Kinks, don't you? Right, I love the Kinks. That's right. I remember that from our Christmas playlist, which that's is right. one of our most listened-to pods ever, by the way. Oh, that's cool. On the filibuster it's, probably me, it's probably me listening to what a goofball I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you keep listening, buddy. Get those ratings hey. up. Oh, I always have to mention them. Is the, are the people from Virginia still uh, out there? Yes, Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, a few weeks ago, they were in the top spot. They've actually drifted down a little bit, but they're still relevant in the mix. Listen to the show. We love you guys in Ashburn, Virginia. Yeah. And the, in fact, the next song is for them, which is a great pick by you. She Sells a Sanctuary by The Cult. Oh, my gosh. I love The Cult. Dude, how never great got, is The Cult? Never got the recognition they deserved. Ian Asbury probably has one of the most haunting, distinctive voices in rock. It's just an awesome pump-up jam. And again, you know, it's got that great build-up to the song. It gets you going. Totally agree. This next one is another, just the build is great. It reminds me of Drinking Outside because it reminds me of the movie 
dazed and confused. And the song is the opening scene of the movie, Sweet Emotion, Aerosmith, back just back when this song was monster. This song has such staying power. It is such eminent classic rock. I don't love everything Aerosmith's done, and frankly, since the year 2000 or even earlier, I'm pretty angry at what they've done. But thank this you. is perfection, my friend. Yeah, th- thank you. I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I feel the same way about Aerosmith. I'm, I'm just they, they kind of annoy me lately. But uh, when they were still awesome, and they still had their Boston roots, and they were still rocking, um, and, and also this song again, another NASCAR throw in there. Yes, it just reminds me of like a NASCAR race, you know. Totally like, gets me pumped up to just eat some pulled pork and go watch some cars. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, the next one's a nice, nice cut. This one's dedicated to our buddy Roscoe P. It's one of his favorite bands of all time. Perfect. Living Color, one of the best guitar riffs ever. Carl, what is it? Just, just a cool song. Uh, you know, again, I don't know what it has to do with football, but it gets me fired up. Well, actually, I can. Kind of piggyback off of some of your logic okay. earlier. Cult of personality, right? That's the jam yeah. we're talking about. And, and, and yeah. you know, yeah. football players, some of them, football coaches, some of them, owners, some of them, certainly the commissioner. Some of these guys have achieved cult of personality status, whether for good or for bad, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Plus, just a rockin'-ass song. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. Ask not what your country can do for you. I love those little snippets in there. Yeah, a little JFK, a little, ML, little MLK. It's good stuff. Yeah. Then, okay, then I hijacked your set list for a couple songs because I said – Which is fair. Which is good. I mean I, you, 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 everything that's basically come up so far was on the original Parking Lot Carl's Tailgate Weekend. And then I decided I was going to throw a couple things at you. So for some reason, and I mentioned Journey earlier – I just felt like we needed an 80s kind of power ballad, one-hit wonder, just to get everybody singing, everybody feeling a little silly. You don't want to get too serious. So Yeah, I, I think we did a good job of avoiding um, Neil Diamond. Yeah, well, because the big thing was, you were asking me earlier, on, like last week when we were talking about this, does Neil Diamond get in? Not for an NFL football Sunday, absolutely no. not. I mean, no. he might be able to sneak into a sixth inning of a Red Sox game or – but no, I feel like it's a it's like a big soccer song. Like the like don't I guess one of the sure it is European teams love that song. I think they the do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we we explained that. But I did think we needed something that was kind of tongue in cheek, but also a rock and jam. So I decided to throw in "Oh Sherry" by Steve Perry, and uh, the guitar solo's money. Everybody knows the words. It just kind of puts you in a good mood, right? I think you could get some grown men singing the song. Uh, I think enough beers would have been had by this point yeah. in the parking lot where grown men would be singing this. Yeah, and they'd be loving it. And that that's what you need because you got to yeah. you can't just get angry and brooding and no. serious. You got to have moments of levity. You got to sing it. You got to get some of that energy out because or you'll turn into the Buffalo Bills mafia and start trying to jump through tables, fight oh, in tra- fight in trash can fires, jump off your van. None of that's good for you in sub sub 32 degree weather, man. Yeah, I don't need to tailgate Buffalo. Uh, sorry, Buffalo fans, but I just don't need to tailgate there. Yeah, no disrespect to you guys. We're, just, we're, not, <laughs> we're not coming for a road show this year. Guys, take it to a new level. And then I decided that once you do that with Steve Perry, you can't get too happy with yourself. So I decided to dial it right back down with a little Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth. Okay. You know, I love Megadeth. Yes. I love Megadeth. Dave Mustaine is totally badass. Uh, look, he wanted more creative uh, 
action when he was in Metallica. They said no and kicked him out, and he made a super successful rock band. Yeah, you know, because of it, and uh, kind of like the underdog Metallica. You know, yeah, I mean, basically the guy the guy was too metal for Metallica. That's pretty awesome. He was a little too metal for Metallica, and they were like, "No, we're not having it." So he's like, "All right, I'm going to do it myself." Yeah. Um, so yeah, so kind of a kind of a Metallica underdog rival too. Correct, but a jam yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, and and then I, then I went back in a completely different direction and decided to do a little one more time by Daft Punk, and I'm going to tell you why right now. This song reminds me of midweek in Worcester, Mass. In the summer, after working the restaurant all night, you go out to the Blarney Stone. You're drinking dollar fifty Coors Lights. Someone puts on one more time, and you're just dancing and dancing and dancing. And again, you've got to keep some levity going into the stadium. You've got to get a dance party. You know, if, if any of our single friends are listening to this show, you know, if you want a chance to get people from the opposite sex to come over or the same sex, whatever you're into, and come party with you, then, you know, a little Daft Punk, a little dance jam gets people feeling it a little bit. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, what's going to go on after the game? Can you make friends for the rest of the season? You know, just Daft Punk's going to help you do that. I just like how you dropped your R off the Coors Light when you mentioned Did I say Coors Light? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you dropped your arm right off a of cool as well. Dropping the eyes on the weekends. <laughs> that one's from Marky Mark. Oh, that's man. Awesome. That's phenomenal. It's still in there somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Speaking of still in there somewhere, we mentioned this guy earlier, but beautiful people, Marilyn Manson, that is just a jam. My senior year in high school, our football team would turn off the lights in the locker room and pump that up and just go primal and then come out in the Walpole Rebels. I think we went ten and two that year, so I mean it worked. Awesome, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good pump up jam, no question. And then this is another. This, this, this is just a a scene. If I was throwing some songs at you, but I feel like, and again, maybe for those listening, you wouldn't quite go Steve Perry, Megadeth, Daft Punk, Marilyn Manson, and then my next one, Tribe Called Quest, Award Tour. But all these songs deserve to be on here. And Award Tour again, a lighthearted hook romp hip hop jam. Fantastic jam. And I think if it's an award tour and you want your team to win games, you want your team to win awards. And they're going on tour around the country to do it. So you gotta make it happen, right? That's a that's a like a really good like feel good song. I mean by this time You're feeling loose. You're feeling loose and you know, maybe some maybe some dancing going on. Maybe you're starting to, to bob your head a little bit to the music, but everybody smiles when this song comes on. Correct. No Correct. Now we're moving into kind of the last third of the, the last third of the playlist. So back to ACDC, shoot the thrill, good old school jam for sure. Uh, then you hit. Okay, here we go. I want you to run on this one. So I said to you the other day, I said any song from Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, is worthy of being on a tailgate mix. And you countered with, "I've got beef with those guys." Yeah. One, I one. I want to hear what song you put instead, and two, I want to okay. hear what your beef is. Yeah. Um, so I put "Epic" by Faith No More. Great song. The, the reason being is I have a rapper beef with uh, Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. Okay. Um, here's the deal. Back in the early '90s, when these two bands were first like coming out, uh, Faith No More opened for. Um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Okay. I think, I think I remember same, that. They're on the same record label. 
Mike Patton wasn't quite the lead singer yet. When he became the lead singer, they came out with the song Epic. Yes, great song. When that music video came out, Anthony Kiedis threw a complete temper tantrum because he thought uh, Mike Patton was dancing too much like him in the video. I did not know that. So he got upset. Okay. No problem. Fast forward to 1999. Mike Patton is now in a new project called Mr. Bungle. Yeah, I know Mr. Bungle. Yeah, so Mr. Bungle is on the same record label as Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're opening up for the Red Hot Chili Peppers just like... um, Back in the day, 92. Yeah, just like Faith No More did. And they were about to release an album called California. Oh, no. So they actually put that album on pause, the record label put that album on pause to release Californication so that there was no confusion. Wow. And the rest is history because Californication is is like a platinum record. It gets better. Anthony Kiedis was so pissed off at Mike Patton, he kicked Mr. Bungle off the tour completely. So Anthony Kiedis has a hard-on for Mike Patton. Totally does. So 1999, Halloween night, Mr. Bungle came out as a band dressed as Red Hot Chili Peppers and played a set like like totally terrible as Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's some great trolling. Mike Patton hates Anthony Kiedis and likewise, and I'm on the Mike Patton side. That's why I went with uh, Mike Patton. Well, frankly, one, a great story, and two, a great song. I mean, Epic's a great oh, song. Awesome song. And that, that piano riff is the, at the end is phenomenal. It was a great yeah, video. You're going to get no complaints from me for putting on A Little Faith No More. Fair enough. And sorry to all the Red Hot Chili Peppers fans. I have no bad blood against you. Nice. Good save. Now, (laughs) I mentioned to you that also any kind of early U2 is also tailgate worthy, especially in the Northeastern United States. You chose When the Streets Have No Name. I'm fine with that. Joshua Trees, a perfect record in my opinion. And I don't mean it's the best record ever. I'm just saying for what it is, Jimmy Iovine, Bono, The Edge, all of them. It's a perfect record. One to nine or whatever it is. Which, which leads me to the question of just which, why did you choose this particular jam? Um, uh, first, like, everybody knows this song. Okay? Yes. Like, I, I was actually going to go Helter Skelter. Oh, was, yeah. I was going to go Helter Skelter. Feel free to add that in. Um, I went Streets with uh, Where the Streets Have No Name because um, it does have that great pump-up quality where it kind of has a build-up to it. Yep. And like I said, everybody knows it. Um, I like that you mentioned uh, Jimmy Iovine. Uh, great, great uh, HBO that show. That documentary, uh, The Defiant Ones, oh my God. With Dr. Dre. It is just perfect. Phenomenal. Speaking of perfect. Yeah, yeah great show. I think um, Alan, that, Young, Alan yeah. Hughes is the gentleman who directed it, and my man, Dude, golf clap to that, that guy. Stuff. Tip of the cap, yeah. off of the wag of the finger. I mean, good I don't stuff. I feel like that got enough uh, love as it should have. Oh, I still think it's still building, I think, to be honest. Okay. Um... All right, let's see. I just want to make sure. Okay, a couple ones I don't know if you got on. I had nothing but a G thing. I think that's a nice one to get in there. I think Summertime by G.J. Jesse Jeff, if it's a baseball tailgate especially, the Fresh Prince. Just wanted to get those in there. But here we go. I got back to my weirdness again. I like going with juxtaposition. So you had mentioned that Lover Boy's seminal hit, Working for the Weekend, should be on the list. Totally cool with that. Great song. 
belong, especially in Philly, but great song anywhere. Yeah. But the irony is that the Loverboy lead singer had said on some behind the music at some point back in the day that Nirvana single-handedly ruined his career because <laughs> the next song on our list, Smells Like Teen Spirit, came in and destroyed all forms of glam rock and any subsidiary of. And so I was wondering why you asked that I put Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit on there, and now I understand, and I totally like dig that. I yeah, and, and the best part is... The Loverboy song is still great, and Spells Like Teen Spirit is still great, and it's a pump-up song, and they're different pump-up kind of songs. But the history of those two bands kind of, you know, the, the, the essence of what, what pop rock was. I guess the, the way this is going is, like, there's a lot of competitive, uh, competitive juices flowing in this playlist alone. Which gets you pumped up for the game! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta support the team! Let's go Devils! Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Putty from Seinfeld. Yeah, oh, God. All right, dude. <laughs> so then you put on Metallica. Tell the people what it was. Metallica Enter Sandman. Um, you know, again, nothing more than great pump-up jam. Uh, got to see Metallica this year. They are still awesome in their old age. The new music is good. Um, I know guys. they have a lot of haters, but, like, dude, they still. Nah, they their still Hall of Famers it. literally and figuratively. They still bring it. Yeah. I saw them a bunch of times back in the day. They used, used to literally be one of my favorite, like, two or three bands in the world. Still love them. Yeah. Haven't seen them forever, so. And, and Enter Sandman, again, is a perfect metal pop rock song. Absolutely. And everybody knows it. Yep. And then the next one, I want you to say what it is, but I, I got a little story for you. Sure. So ACDC, uh, you know, like I said, there's going to be a lot of ACDC on here. ACDC Thunderstruck. Oh, yeah. So let me tell you yeah. what. Well, first of all, no, that's not fair. Why did you choose this one? I mean, this is the this is the pump up song. You know, in every like college warm up tape, I feel like it's on every college warm up tape, right? Dude, yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Every sport, every college. <laughs> Divisions one through three, and the NIA, NAIA. <laughs> so listen, uh, as folks know, the uh, pundit of the show. Cindy Harrington, she's on a lot. Um, so she went to Boston College, and she and her college friends have a tradition with the song Thunderstruck. And I'm going to bring this up because maybe people can, um, you know, take their, own, take their own tradition to the parking lot. I mean, you're going to drink a lot of beers in the parking lot. They tend to do this in all kinds of celebratory fashions. But the song Thunderstruck comes on, and the word thunder is uttered Infinity times. And so everybody gets into a circle and someone starts, obviously, and when the word thunder starts, you drink and then you stop when the word thunder is uttered again. And there's a couple of points in the song where there's a big break between the thunders and that person needs to just keep S-canning beers (laughs) and you just got to keep drinking. You take a knee, you keep drinking, you keep drinking. So the fact that this song is towards the end of the playlist right before you go in the game and at least one, if not two, unlucky saps are going to get stuck with the long thunder break. Just needed to put it out there for people. I'm not saying get drunk. Please don't get alcohol poisoning. But if you can handle your liquor or your beer, Thunderstruck could be the game for you. That's awesome because you know how expensive those beers are. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, this will help you polish off a few yep. before you go in. Yep. Drink a few beers you can afford. Before you get $9 beer night, right. That's right. All right, the next jam, I believe this reminds me of the Drexel lacrosse days, to be honest. Danger Zone. 
Kenny Loggins. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you watched the show Archer. But oh, yeah. They referenced this like every episode. There was a season when basically Kenny Loggins was the theme, <laughs> which is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. He, I feel like Kenny Loggins is on every list that I put on here. So, sorry for that. Oh, he's a Yacht Rock guy and he's a pump-up guy. Yeah, he's, he's multi-fast. Just like Tom Cruise was in Cocktail and in Top Gun. And Top Gun, yeah. So and Days of Thunder. Top Gun. Talk about race car movies. Um, <laughs> all right, next jam, Danzig, Mother, perfect selection. You're getting, we got three songs left after this, four songs left after this. You got to, if you're not getting Mother in by now, you're not getting Mother in. And Glenn Danzig is jacked, or at least he was. I don't know what he's looking like these days. Yeah, but he used to like he used to pop his mouth off backstage and get beat up by uh, bouncers. I feel like there's a YouTube video of that. Well, what's funny is it's really easy to be a tough guy on stage, but backstage, right. That's where the big boys yeah. reign. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, you picked what? <laughs> you picked basically an unbelievable ZZ Top Jam, Lagrange, fantastic. Uh, just, just about a uh, you know a. Uh, House of Ill Repute out in the middle of the desert. No big deal. I also like that you picked two songs here in a row with LaGrange by ZZ Top and then the great Ram Jam classic Black Betty, which are not heavy on the words but are heavy on the memorable and awesome guitar riffs. Yeah, the guitar and then just that that drum beating the entire time. Dude, Ram Jam, Black Betty is my jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a jam. Good stuff. Um... Can you explain the second to last one, Call Me the Breeze? I didn't get a I, chance to listen to it. How did, I don't know it. Leonard Skinner, I don't know they it. Call Me the Breeze. Dude, I don't know if I know it. I'm going to listen to it oh, after we man. hang out. It's a good one. So, uh, you know, they call me the breeze. I keep rolling down the road. So this is your reminder. It's time to pack up. It's time to go into the stadium. Yep. So it's more of a reminder, but a great jam. Okay. And then I'll let you finish this because you, you ended it the way that it should be ended. What do you got? Well, Welcome to the Jungle uh, by Guns N' Roses. I mean, this is like, if this isn't last on your playlist, then you're doing it wrong. This <laughs> should be last on every single parking lot, tailgate playlist. Um, we used to go down to the Wings games, uh, you know, in college. And That's the lacrosse team in Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. They would play. They would play this uh, at the fourth quarter with like five minutes to go. Yeah, and the whole place would go nuts. Yeah, when I say the whole place, all twelve thousand people, I guess that were in the uh, twelve thousand is pretty good for a major league lacrosse yeah, game. Pretty good. It was yeah. a little sporadic, but it, it still went pretty nuts when they would play the song. Dude, I'll tell you what. Welcome to the jungle. Uh, just in case they ask you to play in the game, you better listen to Welcome to the Jungle so you're ready to go. Oh yeah. It's kind of like bringing your glove to a baseball game just in case they ask you to play. Right. You bring this. If if you want to play football on a Sunday after drinking beers for three hours and eating a whole pork roll or something, you better at least do your brain and your ears the favor of convincing yourself that you're in the jungle, baby, and you're going to die. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, man. You can't beat that. In fact, in some ways, I feel like people should hire someone to clean up after Welcome to the Jungle because (laughs) – you better be done cleaning up by then because then you got to run straight in. Well, it's a good, it's a good like, you know, if you're cleaning up there. So Leonard Skinner, that song, fairly long song. Yeah, it's five minutes, five minutes and ten seconds. So. All right, so you got five minutes to clean up. Right. And then you got, you know, 
rest of the time, they just like really get amped up. That's right. Know? And then you get a little GNR, and you go in there, and you get ready to just, you know, whatever you got to do. Yeah. And everybody knows when you play that song, it's time to go. It's time to go into the stadium. Yeah, nobody, there's no tailgating left to be tailgated before the game after that song. Right, right. I love it. Okay, good. Well, listen, everybody, that's a playlist. Again, this is a guideline, a syllabus, a roadmap for a successful NFL tailgate. It's called Parking Lot Carl's Tailgate Weekend on Spotify. Carl's going to send it my way so I can get it on the Facebook page. This is going up on filibusterfreestyle.com soon. Uh, you know, all of our friends, our buddy Andy Maslin, who is literally in the Sarasota, Florida area during Hurricane Irma. Our girl Ann Kennedy Sullivan, our buddy Brian Mann, who both were in Houston. Everybody's okay. I actually, the only thing that wasn't okay is I did a mega podcast with both Ann and Andy from their respective Harvey and Irma locations, and somehow my computer hurricaned the, the audio. So I'm going to knock on wood that Carl's, Carl and I's masterpiece here stays intact. But, you know, thanks for everybody for listening. Game of Thrones is over. We're going to get back to wacky stuff like this. Carl, when is your next Eagles game visit so you can put this playlist to the test? We are November 5th. Oh, God. Who are they playing? Denver. I'll tell you a story. That's great. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to a Panthers game later this year against the Eagles. Oh, boy. On Thursday night, Thursday night football. And you better believe I'm playing some parking lot Carl's tailgate weekend. You, you want me to ship you the speaker? Ship me the old one because you're gonna have a thousand water by then. <laughs> just send it. Just send it in the mail. Thirty nine yeah. cent stamp. Actually, yeah. forever stamp because I don't know what stamps cost anymore. It's a little heavy, so it's got to be a forever stamp. Probably a forever stamp, and it's all, maybe three or four of those. Scotch taper together. Send me in the speaker. I'm gonna make Charlotte rock. All right, man. Stick around for a minute. We'll catch up. Great job tonight on the pod. And everybody, thanks for listening once again. Phil Buster Freestyle. We're out of here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, it's Gavin again, and uh, I am deathly afraid of trying to import my outro song because I lost a whole podcast of Andy Maslin and Ann Kennedy Sullivan talking about their respective experiences during Hurricane Harvey and Irma. Uh, I don't want to risk it, so no, no outro song, and we'll get something going later on with an outro song, but we appreciate everybody listening. And we're glad everybody that we know is safe from those hurricanes, and hopefully hurricane season doesn't uh, rear its head too much more uh, in the U.S. or anywhere else in the Atlantic Ocean uh, the rest of the hurricane season. Hope all are, all are well, though, uh, that are listening and those of you know.